Welcome to Voices of NCAJ. We're talking to members of the North Carolina Advocates for Justice about what it means to be a trial lawyer, what it takes to be great at the practice of law, and how being a part of NCAJ enriches their lives and careers. Produced and powered by Law Pods. Welcome, everyone, to Voices of NCAJ, the podcast for the North Carolina Advocates for Justice. I am Amber Nemix, your host and communications and marketing manager for NCAJ. For the past few episodes, we've been talking with NCAJ members about some of the outstanding CLE programs they've put together for this fall's schedule. Today, we're going to continue in that vein with my guest, Megan Jankowski of Henson First. Together with her program chair, Natalie Porter of Africa's Paralegal Group, Megan has put together a terrific program for the fall conference for paralegals. That program is coming up on October 13 at NCAJ headquarters in Raleigh. Participants can also attend virtually. To register, you can go to ncaj.com events. Megan is a paralegal at Henson Forest in Raleigh and is serving as education co-chair of the paralegal division this year. Megan, welcome to the NCAJ podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks, Amber. Happy to be here as well. So, Megan, tell us a little bit about your background as a paralegal. Sure. I received my paralegal certificate actually in South Carolina. I did that after I became a mom and always had been interested in the law. I started off in bankruptcy law, did that for quite a few years, moved over to personal injury, which I was for about another five, six years. I'm new to Henson and First. I'm working in nursing home abuse and neglect um, cases, which is just very, very rewarding work. Um, love what I do. Love being here at Henson First. I've been here just over a year and I came on board here. It's the first time that I've been introduced to the paralegal portion of NCAJ. Our firm is very involved with the NCAJ. So as soon as I was recruited on, they immediately had me um, sign up to become a member and slowly become introduced to the committees and everything else. And now I'm brand new with the education uh, committee, brand new to all of this. So it's been a learning process, but it's been a lot of fun. I've had a lot of support with everybody. So it's been a great learning process for me. Oh, terrific. Great. And you dove right in and uh, started getting involved with the fall conference. That's awesome. So the big focus of this year's conference is e-courts. Tell me what's going on with that and how has it shaped the program you put together? Absolutely. So we started in the summer conference asking the attendees what they wanted to hear about in future programs. And the overwhelming response was the e-court system and that the paralegals had been struggling with it. And so we knew that that was going to be our main focus for fall. So we started basically, you know, who are we going to speak with? Who are we going to have to discuss this? We have a great resource with our NCAJ paralegal listserv. So we monitor that for questions that seem to be frequently asked and topics and speakers. And Carrie Boswell, our program chair, actually found our main e-court speaker through our listserv. Her name is Ashley Krause. She's from Green Minstretta Law in in Wake Forest. And in our listserv, she always was answering questions about e-courts. And she mentioned that she was the e-courts guru at her law firm. So we asked her if she'd be willing to speak at our conference and give us all of her tips and tricks that she's learned from a paralegal standpoint. And she's agreed. So we're really excited that she's agreed to speak. We're also going to be having Deidre Stevenson from Stevenson and Stevenson Law Firm in Sanford. She's going to be speaking about estates law, but she's also going to be touching on e-courts and actually giving us a step-by-step 
guide of how to file in state within the court system. So we're really, really excited about that as well. Awesome. I see also there's one session that's titled Navigating the World of Medical Record Requests, Methods and Trends in Record Requests. Is that eCourts or is, is that separate? That is going to be separate. We're hoping that Sherry Bolins, who's our speaker for that, she's a paralegal, we're hoping that she'll also discuss some of the tips and tricks she learned in eCourts along the way. But always medical record requesting is an ever-changing and evolving system for us and a bear for us paralegals. So we're excited for her to be speaking about that as well. What kind of effect has the e-courts had on the work life of paralegals so far? I think that in the future will be a great help. Right now we're still navigating through it. So until we get over that hump and and I think it's a learning process on both the paralegal end and the courts. And so um, I think once we work through those kinks and really kind of get the flow of it, I think overall it's going to make our lives a lot easier. I came from New York where everything was online, everything was filed online. So I know that it certainly can be a lot easier once we get to that point, but working through those hurdles in the meantime, we're working on it. So it's, it's going to be a collaborative effort. And another of the topics on the list is going to be John Caddy, who is a big supporter of NCAJ, who's going to be talking about who will pay my future medicals, how to protect a client's future access to Medicare. That's a a hefty topic. Absolutely. And that's liens and access to Medicare and benefits as a paralegal and anything that we're dealing with settlements for our clients. That's always a concern. So I think that having that knowledge of what to tell our clients in those positions is really going to be great for us. Wow. Let's see. I also see Tanika Hall maximizing paralegal support in today's environment from pretrial to post-trial. That looks like a really wide ranging talk that she's going to be giving. Absolutely. And I think coming from an attorney and hearing about what she wants and expecting and what she sees as a great support for her will help us as our role as a paralegal and really help us to to see what we can do and how we can add to our repertoire and to what we can bring to our own attorneys and our firms. Right. And then at the end of the day, we've got uh, a view of ethics in our day-to-day lives with Sarah Hall Kaufman. Who's Sarah? Sarah Kaufman is from Allison Winters. Mm-hmm. And so she's agreed to be our ethics uh, speaker. And we always have to think of, and to remember if we're acting ethically in our daily lives and our work lives. So she's just going to bring that reminder to us and bring us some ideas and some rules and just to make us think outside the box about what's the ethical way to act and to be in those situations. Wow, this really covers a lot of ground in the program, everything from e-courts to ethics. How long did it take you guys to put this together? It was a few weeks. We definitely, we met, all of the committees would meet and, and kind of, uh, bounce ideas back and forth and ideas about speakers and who's available and who's not. So definitely took a few weeks, you know, some work and some outreach. But overall, we've had an overwhelming response of people being willing and able to speak for us. So we're we're really, really excited. And we've also allotted 10 to 15 minutes after each speaker for questions and answers. So hopefully everybody's able to kind of walk away with really getting, getting a lot of knowledge from these in this broad range of subject matters. In addition to persuading individual paralegals to advocate for signing up for this, you probably are thinking about the attorneys they work for as well, because they'll they'll be the ones who who are uh, also making the decision. What would you say to an attorney to persuade them like this is definitely worth 
taking a day of work out of your paralegal's work schedule and having them attend this? Why is this a worthwhile expenditure of time and money for them? Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's a great question. And we really do need the support of the attorneys to let and to support your paralegal to come and to expand their knowledge, to learn new skills, to really branch out and to network. I mean, the amount of different um, paralegals and different subject matters that we're discussing, I think that everybody's going to come back being able to bring something positive and to their firm and to their attorneys. So I think it's really worthwhile to, to have that support for sure. Mm-hmm. And you have a great looking event planned for the evening before your fall conference. Early arrivals reception is Thursday, October 12th from 537 at uh, Spirits Pub in uh, Cary. And all the information for that is available with the registration for the event as well. So this is definitely an in-person event. You can't do the, uh, the early arrivals reception virtually. Why is it important that everybody be able to get together in person for this and also for the conference? Just to meet each other. I think that once you're able to meet in person and know a little bit more about the other members, I think that it really helps you to be able to reach out and network and to be able to be more involved in our program, which the benefits of being able to exchange ideas and exchange questions if you have, if you're stuck somewhere, it's all becomes a lot more manageable once you've kind of had that in-person, one-on-one group dynamic. So we really, really encourage more in-person If you're not able to attend in person to this event, there's always our summer, but we really, really are trying to focus more on in person because we just feel like it really just brings together our community so much more. So we hope to see everybody there. Great. Thanks very much, Megan. Thank you so much for the work you're doing um, to put this together. And thanks for being on NCAJ podcast today. I appreciate it. Thanks, Amber, so much. I really appreciate it as well. Great. Paralegals and legal assistants can participate in the October 13 program. To find out more, look for the event on our website at ncaj.com events. And while you're there, you can check out the whole lineup of CLE and other member events we have planned for this fall. Thank you, Megan, again, for helping put on the program and for being on the podcast today. And thanks to everyone for listening. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Voices of NCAJ. For more information on the North Carolina Advocates for Justice and how to join or support NCAJ, please visit our website at www.ncaj.com.